attack is forward. So that's probably like the shortest DDoS attack I've ever seen. All right, well, there you go. Let me, uh, well, let's kick this podcast off with great news then. The war is over. The Overwatch cheaters have lost. And this is the Enemy Slime podcast where we are breaking that to you first and foremost. This is episode number 135. I am your usual host, Jared. And I am, of course, joined today by Mr. Lucio Lorenzino. Hello. I got Mr. Doug Wilson. Howdy, y'all. I have Mr. soon-to-be seafaring Michael Mahoney. Hey, everybody. How's it going tonight? Fuck. What what happened to your voice? Are you a a radio (laughs) DJ? Hey, everyone. It's me, Michael. (laughs) Hey, how about you shut the fuck up? I'm just really excited because I'm going to get to live on a houseboat. Well, that's fair. That's the thing to be excited about. How are you going to live on a houseboat if you're in, like... The middle of the country. We're renting. I gotta leave the middle of the country. We're gonna live on a houseboat during PAX. Hey, we decided we have a giant oh, lake. Cool. I know, right? It's pretty cool. Isn't that fucking badass? I don't think you can put a houseboat houseboat in our lake here because I think either. As far as you guys told me, that the Great Salt Lake is basically just a big pit of misery. It's pretty. Do un- you have a big pool of water near you, Lucio? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> Lucius, the, Lucius, pretty much crap lake. He's just like a few it, steps away from living in the water, like seaman. Uh, got it above ground. Actually, too. considering today's storm, I was almost under it. Yeah, see. Well, exactly. don't you wish your house was a boat now, smartass? <laughs> I guess that's a good point. <laughs> I mean, that would be. That's actually. That seems like a really smart thing to do in Florida, right? You'd think so, but no. It's just have a seaworthy boat house thing. So I don't know. Um, well, let's start with talking about Overwatch, because, uh, yes, it's true, Blizzard got a pretty nasty DDoS uh, brought on to them today, and this came because it was in response to a large swath of uh, bans that they performed on Overwatch uh, on accounts that they were able to determine were cheating. And someone went on to the, the like, the mod forums and pulled a bunch of screenshots of people posting in response to it. And some of these have got to be fake or being facetious or something, but I'm sure a lot of them are real and just bizarre, like absolutely bizarre in nature. Um, you guys want a couple choice bits, some choice yes. nuggets? Give us the, give us the highlights. Here's give a, us a play Here's a couple of my favorites. Uh, first off, first of all, uh, let me mention that they the common belief here is that not that they were banned because they were cheating, but they were banned because Blizzard wants to force them to buy another copy of the game. Like, the, the cheating is just a side effect. They believe that Blizzard doesn't actually care about the cheating, uh, but they're just using this as an excuse to force them to buy more copies of the game. Yes, of course. So they're not getting it. Solid. They're not getting it through their heads that we would actually prefer they not buy another copy of the game. It would actually yeah, be preferred or. that they leave the game forever and go do something else. Maybe take up touch football or something like kill that. Kill themselves. Kill themselves. That would be fine. All those, both those things would work. Uh, here's the first one. Uh, the conspiracy begins with this comment: Do they actually expect me to buy another copy? Fucking Jew bastards. Yeah, I know. The, the anti-Semitism is really what sells it. Pretty good. Uh, the response to that is someone saying, really, shows how shady these business practices have become. <laughs> That's rich. <laughs> what a grand conspiracy. This is my, yeah. this is my favorite one. Uh, it says, sadly, dot, 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 I am banned, dot, dot, dot. These mortals have angered me for the last <laughs> time. 
Blizzard will feel my wrath. I mean, we're laughing, but this is how high school shooting stuff. I mean, it's great. It's fantastic. That's a that that user's posting from Florida, so oh, that, that's that's reassuring. <laughs> Makes perfect sense. It all adds Rape up. is untethered, and he knows no bounds. But uh, yeah, those are those are the people who uh, <laughs> we're dealing with here. And then, of course, so in response to this, a lot of people are saying like, oh, you know, we should DDoS Blizzard because of this. And uh, there's a couple great ones. There's one comment that says, "How do I join anonymous?" Oh yeah, it was great. We <laughs> have a Skype name, Skype group. Hey guys, how do I join Anonymous? When do they Where hold tryouts? Before one was one guy that was like, "I'm a super hacker. How do I do those them?" Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like, you know, you're such a script kitty. You can the fucking you know. You still yeah. command DDoS. Yeah, that, that's exactly it. That's how I do it. But what is interesting to me is this undercurrent of like anger, like they deserve to cheat. Right. Uh, right. And, okay. and this shouldn't be a surprise because Blizzard has talked at length about how there will be zero tolerance for cheating and, you know, that they will enforce it and investigate every accusation. And in fact, one of the posts, if you remember, last year before the game was released, this year actually, um, they were saying, you know, please don't report people who are just really good at the game because we have to investigate every single one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. There's a lot of people on here who are uh, complaining because they've paid a lot for loot boxes, like a lot of real cash. And yeah. it's, just, it's so unwise to to mix and mingle uh, that well, kind of stuff. Most players are smarter than that in the sense that like so, for example, when I was playing Rust a little while ago, there was a period of time where the game went on sale more than I've ever seen it go on sale. I think it went all the way down to like six dollars. And we saw a huge influx of cheaters during that time because people bought the game on brand new Steam accounts and then went and played on that because they didn't give a shit. And then right. they'd, they'd get all their resources, put it in a box, and then log into their main account. So, but these these uh, users, a lot of them are reporting, like, these are accounts that they've dumped hundreds of dollars into. Yeah. That are being yeah, banned. It's really dumb. Well, you know, we're living in a world where you can send thousands of confidential emails from a private server and still get to be president. So <laughs> what's throwing a couple hundred bucks into a uh, cheating Blizzard account? Such uh, a big deal. So are you just saying that life is unfair and we should deal with it? Uh, that wasn't what I was saying, but yeah, that's that's the absolute truth. What he was saying is Trump 2016. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's that's always been the case. That's nothing new. Right, but you know. Uh, to Maybe Overwatch is a, is a, Trump, is a Hillary conspiracy against Trump. Speaking of Overwatch, so? uh, the latest update from Blizzard today introduces a new game mode. Is it a game mode? You you know what it is. Can you it's explain like to me? Roll. Can you explain to me what this is, Lucio? It's like a, it's like a, it takes a place of the wiki brawl, uh-huh. uh, and it's essentially uh, a three a team of three versus three Lucios um, trying to knock a gigantic ball into the opposing goal. So it's essentially you play a lot like Rocket League. Um, mm-hmm. It's not as good as Rocket League. The physics on the ball are not as as refined. I would hope not. I mean, that really that that'd really be a bummer if it was better than Rocket League. Yeah, right. That being said, it's still pretty fun. Hmm. Awesome. Yeah, so what, turns out that. Lucio is pretty well suited for that kind of gameplay because 
you know, you can go on the walls and scale on the walls and, oh, yeah, you know, you can use your moveset. So you have amp it up. Uh, so you want to go faster. Uh, you know, you have the push if you want to push the ball. Uh, and then your regular shot is changed by a punch when you, if you want to punch the ball. Oh, interesting. Okay. So what, if anything, do you find enjoyable about this, Lucio, of South America? <laughs> you have to ask. I, I like it because the guy is named Lucio and I'm named Lucio. Oh, thing. Wouldn't have even thought of that, but that's totally true. Both of your names are Lucio. What Lucio, are you? Are you actually good at soccer, like in real life, or are you terrible? Uh, I'm, I would say, under average for Argentinian, which is above average. Still way better <laughs> than any of us. Probably. So you're like paling. You can just wipe the floor with Americans. <laughs> I usually do, yeah. Amazing. All right. Well, we'll have to have. In your... Argentina, I'm pretty under, you know, below average. I mean, I, I'm okay. I can, I can play, but I'm not like. I need... You can kick the ball. Uh, well, yeah. Into the square. Yeah, what he's saying is he's probably one of the five best soccer players on earth. <laughs> but compared to the other four South Americans, that's complete garbage. Well, you heard it here first, folks. So if you want to place bets on Lucio's amateur league, we we're ready. I mean. I don't always win the game, and I'm pretty good at that. But you know, <laughs> well, that's something too. Uh, yeah. What else is new? Um, we have no man's sky. So there's sky. also there's also new skins. Oh no! Yeah, that's right. I saw that for uh, 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 Tracer. For Tracer. And who else? Um, Saria has a Russian weightlifting skin, which you know they got banned. So. Like it should be like pajamas <laughs> or something. <laughs> her new spray should be her sitting down in a in her home watching TV. Maybe they Tropical could. Olympic slam. Maybe we'll get lucky and they'll uh, they'll swap it out for like some kind of Zika virus infected patient. Yes. I hear we got uh, that down in Florida, so you better look yes out, bud. Better, yes, we do. Better watch your back. Yet another from living in Miami. Oh no, all those ladies I impregnated while I was down there. The, the <laughs> encephalactic babies. Jesus, my head's already gigantic. Their soft <laughs> little mushy heads will just fall apart. It's, it's definitely going to be worse. So, it's, it's a worse situation. Now, every loot books that you get basically during the month of August will have uh, an Olympic theme stuff. So, three of them have epic skins, which are Saria, Tracer, and Lucio. Mm-hmm. And then um, a few of them also have like just regular skins. So I got a one for Diva that's pretty interesting. That's basically like a Korean themed like skin. Uh, and then all of them have a spray and a voice line that has something to do with the Olympic Games. Oh, interesting. Are these so, items like free or legendary or how are you? They are, they're in the loot box. You can't buy them with um, with credits. Uh-huh to uh, actually open and get them in a loot box. Now, you can buy loot boxes as usual. Right, right. Uh, but you are guaranteed in each loot box that you open to get at least one. Oh, really? Okay. And, you know, mind you, this is still Overwatch, so chances are that you will get, like, you know, a voice line. How long are they going to run this? Just, just during the Olympics? August. Yeah, just August. Interesting. Huh. All right, well, uh, go USA. And uh, sounds good. So there you go. If you've been if you've been dying to intermingle your Rio Olympic experience with video games, uh, we finally found a way. 
Yes, that's what everybody wanted. Like. <laughs> that's what everyone was dying for. That's what's been keeping me up at night. <laughs> yeah. You know, you know how gamers are huge sports fans. <laughs> you know what? You know what keeps me up at night is the perpetual question as to whether or not No Man's Sky is going to be any good. Uh, I doesn't look like it. I lay awake at night and I stare up at the ceiling and I imagine that the uh, the uh, popcorn ceiling that I that I had done with the asbestos. Um, I imagine that that's a galaxy and I'm traveling through it and uh, it's just, it, it's so wonderful and I can't wait for No Man's Sky to come out. Uh, but apparently the publisher can because they decided not to release any review copies. Maybe it sounds like say that on the, say that in the mail. It sounds like, like it sounds like they may be in the mail. Uh, so, but again, I, I was just saying the game went gold a while ago. Somebody was able to buy for $2,000 an early copy of it on eBay. So it's obviously printed and published. It seems odd to me that your game that you've touted hundreds upon hundreds of hours of gameplay to be residing within. It seems strange that you would only give reviewers a week to cover it. Call me crazy. Not even a week because it's not here yet. Like they've just the second you play that game, you'll just realize that it's perfect. Is that what it is? Do you think that there? Because there's a lot of reasons to withhold uh, reviews. You know, it doesn't necessarily mean that the product is bad, but that is certainly one thing that can happen. Um, I mean, it's already been spoiled, right? So if that was your your worry, then don't worry. Did someone <laughs> did someone spoil it? I thought the guy who made it to the center of the universe didn't actually say what it was. No, but they, he spoiled pretty much everything else. Yeah, he later he later basically I, I believe admitted to what what it was. Oh, did he? Do you know what it yeah. is? Uh, Which is, I, well, I'll spoil it. I, mean, I don't give a shit. The game's do, stupid. Who gives a shit? Say if you give a shit. If you're listening and you want to and you want to care about this stupid thing, then <laughs> stop listening now. Yo, it's me, Jay. I'm very interested. Don't <laughs> you know? <laughs> you know what's at the middle? Okay. Just more universes. I was going to say it's, it's just Peter a different Molyneux. instance of no, no. It's Peter Morton you're talking about his new game. What is that? See, that would be better. What does that even mean? What does that mean? Nothing. It's just fucking. It means when you get to the center, you just get to keep doing what you're doing, for forever. Well, I thought that's like the whole. So, I, I, yeah. I mean, I guess that's that's. Yeah, fine. we know, Jared. <laughs> you just get to go to more places. Okay. There's, there's nothing in the center except you get transported to apparently another instance of the galaxy. With like oh. with more randomized shit. I get it. With like they new didn't stuff. Want to release. No, it's the same old stuff. I mean, it's just random, just same old randomly generated crap. Huh. There's nothing really there except more of the game, I guess, which is is good, I, I suppose. If you like the game. Yeah. That's probably why they didn't release, you know, review copies until the last minute, because if you spent more than a week playing it, you're probably just going to fall off the face of the earth. Like, you're never going to write anything. I mean... You'll be too busy exploring universes. This This game has... A, a downright like religious following to it. Yeah, These yeah. people are very, very, very serious about No Man's Sky, which is crazy to me because I think that there's just been so little information and not really. I want to be clear because I think we've talked about this game a lot and it sounds like we're stacked against it. And if we open this up and it's great, we'll, we'll certainly reflect that when we review it. But People never get dogmatic when there's, you know, no information and very little facts. If you think that a team of 15 to 20 people have made the game that you have imagined in your head, they haven't. <laughs> they didn't do that. 
I will say, I don't. I think they've done a very poor job trying to temper people's expectations. They're like, can we do this? And they're like, oh, well, well, who knows? A few days ago, <laughs> Michael and I were talking about Yakuza. Mm-hmm. How, you know, for me, Yakuza has been a series that has always been a huge disappointment. And I was talking to Michael and I realized while I was talking to him that the real reason why I didn't really... Like, Yakuza never met my expectations is because I wanted it to be a different game than what it actually was. Mm-hmm. Like, it wasn't Yakuza's fault. It was more like I made expectations that the game never really sold me on. And I feel this is a little bit of what's going on with No Man's Sky, except that No Man's Sky has uh, has a kind of actually sold those expectations. Right. There's there's a difference they, between failing they didn't to really sell them, but They didn't really sell them, but they didn't say, hey, it's not really this either. You know? I don't think I ever talked about uh, this with you guys, but um, my dad actually knew about No Man's Sky because they went on to like Stephen Colbert or one of those programs that he watches. And that's like his only connection. Sometimes he'll see something that, that he can say like, hey, I heard of this thing. And he was telling me about like its infinite universe and how many places there were to go and how he saw this thing. And they were saying that there were billions upon billions of planets. And so, I mean... <laughs> <laughs> even he knows. Even he has these wild expectations about it. I mean, there might be billions and billions of planets. The question is, are they going to be worth visiting? No, I believe them that there's billions and billions of planets. I, I mean, it's that. easy to make billions of planets. It's just, especially if you're doing precision or generation. Well, the thing is, in real life, there are billions and billions of planets. And guess what? None of them are worth visiting because they're just bunches of rocks. I mean, yeah. But <laughs> so I don't want to play a game where I'm looking at a fucking rock. I'd, yeah, but you got to visit all of them in case they have hot star women. Right. Yeah, but there are no other humanoids. It's just you. And the yeah. point. Right. Zero, I'm saying zero, that's zero, why we should be focusing all of our energy on real star exploration, where the real star ladies with the 14 titties are at. They're Four just titty. giant titties. I hope. It's just Four one titty. big titty. Yeah, man. Sentient titty. Hmm. I don't God bless us. All the galaxies. I, I would, would fuck this expedition. Right? I'm just not yeah. sure that this is a realistic expectation that you guys have. No, no, it's totally going to happen, just like No Man's yeah. Sky. We're not talking about No Man's Sky. We've given up on that. I think there's a higher chance that there is a some kind of titty alien in No Man's Sky than there is in the real universe. I think that we can use all the copies. Well, why do you have to be a bus kill, man? To... Yeah, Jared, why are you such a fucking downer? Why do you want to see a big titty monster? That sounds awful. Not a monster. Why? Jared, it would be a mon. Everything you have described is monstrous. If I saw that walking down the street on Earth, I would kill it. No man, I would probably be. I would be lauded. Everyone would love me. They'd have a parade for me. The guy who killed the giant titty monster. It's a beautiful teal lady with seven sets of beautiful bosoms. Yeah, that's that's awful. She's she's done for if if I see her. Why? Because two was the right number. It's the number that God gave us, and I refuse to acknowledge any other. See, this is this is why they haven't made contact yet. Who hurt you, Jared? Why are you incapable of love? Listen, Star Lady. Ignore Jared. He's just a hate monger. I love you. It's just I love you so much. First of all, we'll protect you from him. First of all, it's just like Dan Aykroyd said. I didn't do anything just now because aliens saw 9-11 and they decided that they don't want anything to do with the human race because of well, that. Well, that's a fact. 
That is Can a fact. Dan Eckert said I? it. He only says facts. That's literally the it's only right, thing he right. says. No, no, no. He has a point. If Dan Eckert says this, it's a fact. Those are the true. So don't give me... Right. Don't give me whatever. Um... <laughs> Here's here's something else that you guys apparently didn't know about this, but there might be some more trouble for No Man's Sky on the horizon in that uh, and this all these articles ran and then I never heard anything about these again. But uh, Sean Murray, the creator of the game, the head of like Hello Games Studios, he's been on record in interviews before saying that he had trouble coming up with um, like the math behind how he would generate all these planets that they're putting into the world. And that was when he came across some kind of what they're calling a super formula, which is just a mathematical formula that a Dutch company named Genicap has actually, um, yeah, they've, they've got a patent on it. And so like in order to use it, it should be licensed. And, um, they've, they've come out of the woodwork to, to basically their comment was, uh, we haven't licensed it. Uh, we we don't want to stop the launch, but if they are in fact using our formula, uh, we'll need to have a talk. That's the ominous way they phrased it. I mean, they they phrased it a lot nicer than most companies would. No, very nice, and I wouldn't want to stop the launch either because I need it to make a bajillion dollars so that I can, uh, you know, collect on that. You don't want to piss the Dutch off. This. Ad, this banner ad says that No Man's Sky is available for $11, and that just doesn't... That sounds like not right. No, I thought it was too much. I'm going to go ahead and not click that. I thought it was too That seems like a bad idea. But, uh, yeah, but so anyway... click on that Russian link that asks for all of your information. And so No Man's Sky is next week, right? Mm-hmm. I think so... We'll be sure to let you know whether or not it lives up to the expectations. I feel like I almost have to play it just like just to see. I think we agreed that you'd be the one who reviewed it, uh, yep. Lucio. But um, so. but I kind of want to know. I don't know. We'll see. We'll eh, s- you know, for, for as much as we're shitting on it, like the idea of having a game where you can just go explore stuff, probably not that bad. I love the aesthetics. Uh, and I think that's what a lot of people like. Like, I think that's why it blew up as much as it did, because they've just got a really, really good art design team. And, you know, even the spaceship designs are cool. Uh, the, the, even the box art, like, looks great. Like, it, it's really nice. So I think that that wins a lot of points for it. I'm, I'm curious to see. Well, so anyway, we'll, we'll find out soon. Looking forward to it. So hold on to your butts. <laughs> but prepare to be maybe just the tiniest bit disappointed. Just a bit. I think someone might kill themselves over this. If it's not perfect. That'd be pretty funny. Shit. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> there's some pretty serious... Hilarious. There's some pretty Well, they're probably really people. pissed off about getting banned from Overwatch, so, you know, this is going to send them over the edge. Mm-hmm. Just so. Yeah, that'll be the end of What is there to life? <laughs> Why bother? Oh, my sky sucks and I'm not an Overwatch. First, I can't cheat in all my favorite games. Can you cheat in all my sky? Uh, well, actually, yeah. That, that's how he got to the center was uh, by basically like manipulating some bugs in the game. Oh. So I, I don't remember the specifics of what exactly it was, but yeah. Uh, I think it was an item that sold for more than it should have. I got to read more about the center of the galaxy. How exciting. Molly News there. <laughs> yeah, right. Um, 
Pokemon Go. Let's talk about that a little bit, too, because that had kind of a rough week as well. Oh, like Pokemon Go away. Am I right? <laughs> Pokemon Go play something Damn. else. That was a pretty good one. So Pokemon Go had uh, a couple problems, that it, a couple little hitches that it ran into, and they kind of compounded all at once. So one is, a little while ago, the Pokemon tracking uh, system kind of stopped working. So there's a pseudo system here where when you look at the Pokemon near you, it would display footprints under them to represent how far away they were from you. So... If there was just one footprint, that meant they were very close. If there was three footprints, that meant they were far away. And using that and knowledge... the direction in which they were, which is more important. Right. So using that knowledge, you could track them down, like, reasonably. Um, I understand why someone maybe wouldn't want to have that feature in their game, especially this one in particular, where people have been very notorious about wandering into areas that they shouldn't go into... Uh, and so I like I get it a little bit because you if you want to curb the behavior. But anyway, long story short, there's a glitch that caused all the footprints to show as three away. And so the feature basically stopped working entirely. And uh, yesterday, day before, a couple days ago, they went ahead and patched the game. And without really commenting on why, they just went ahead and removed footprints entirely. Yeah, and the patch notes were stuff like fixed bugs. Yeah, uh, so Niantic has, is kind of notorious for not really communicating with their player base or anyone. And if you talk to any like native Ingress player, the game they made before Pokemon Go, they'll tell you that this is like par the course. Like whatever you want them to do, they probably won't do that. They don't particularly care about what anybody is suggesting or asking for. They just kind of do their own thing and will mention it to you periodically. Um, but anyway that they they i believe they commented today and said that the steps will return to the game and that they were just removing it temporarily so that they didn't uh like kind of mess with anybody you know so if you're a new player you're not confused basically what i don't know that's if that's the stupidest thing i've ever heard i don't know if that's true <laughs> i can't find the article where i read that uh, but I read that earlier today that they had made a comment basically saying that they would they would fix it again, like actually. Did you read it, it or, or was it a dream? Did I imagine it? Was it a fever dream? I'm not sure. Maybe. Uh, but anyway, that's what's going on there. Now, the to compound this, there was a site, a third-party site that tied into Pokemon Go that actually offered a map so you could see like which Pokemon were near you and go find them that way. And so that's what so a lot of people... It, yeah, it made the game work, essentially. That's what a lot of people had used to track Pokemon instead, since the game itself didn't help them with it anymore. And uh, that site has since shut down uh, due to pressure from Niantic and Nintendo. So, kind of a... I think that if they had had one problem or the other, things probably would have been fine. But the combination of having both of those problems has upset quite a few people so there's some there's some folks that are not super pleased about that and then today it was revealed that a lot of people are experiencing another bug that's pretty major where after you catch a pokemon at random it will just turn into a different one <laughs> and people are reporting all kinds of weird changes uh, like catching, everything will be a PG. <laughs> it, it, it's going, it's going both ways. So some people are saying like, I caught 
you know, I caught a Pidgey, and when I went and looked at it in the Pokemon list, it had turned into a Charizard. But simultaneously, there's also are you complaining? there's also people who are saying I caught a Bulbasaur, and when I went to look at it in the system, it had turned into a Rattata, Rattata, Rat, the rarest ones. Rattata. How do you say this, the thing's name? Ratatouille. Ratatouille. It turned into a Ratatouille. Ratatata. Rand and John Rambo. John Rambo. Rand Paul. Anyway, so you caught a Pidgey and it turned into a Rand Paul, and there's just nothing worse than that. Or better. Or better. There's nothing that goes in either direction. They are just the same, I guess. <laughs> but anyway, that's uh, that's what's new there. So, I I don't know. Did anyone here even play it, really? I play it. Do you still play it? Like, will you keep playing it? Yeah, I should play on the train ride to work. Yeah, I mean, it's been nice to just, like, pick up and go. Pretty much all that I do. See, so, I, like, I never did much with the footsteps anyway, so it doesn't really stop me from... Uh, playing it in any way uh, yeah. at least doesn't change the way that I was playing it because I wasn't going out of my way to like track something down but still it's yeah, exactly. kind of a bummer now another uh, thing in Pokemon News is we had the uh, first case of child uh, neglect tied to Pokemon Go I haven't heard that one okay. so this couple in Arizona got in trouble for basically uh, leaving their kids alone at home while they were Pokemon hunting <laughs> Uh, so like one of the neighbors saw the kid um, outside in the garden with like no adult supervision, wearing nothing but like diapers and a t-shirt. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he called the cops, and turns out the parents were you know Pokemon hunting. Up, oh, yep, here it is, right here. Santan Valley couple abandoned child to play Pokemon Go. <laughs> yes. Sir. Now, are we sure this isn't the kid's fault? It probably is. Maybe they're just it, horrible children. He, he was probably just too slow to keep up with the uh, you know with the Pokemon. They look like a Pokemon Go loving family. Yep. Bad skin. From initial picture. <laughs> no, why would you say that? Why indeed, Jared? Why indeed? <laughs> why would you say something? Are you, say, are you saying Jared has bad skin? Yeah, you fucker. No, you your skin that? is lovely in alabaster. Actually, this, this guy kind of looks like me, except he can grow a beard. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's right. <laughs> oh, what dark days I live in. All right. Well, there goes that. I'm going to go ahead and close that. <laughs> Uh, so yeah. Anyway, so I, po- feel that, I, I feel that's a, a milestone reached by you know really popular games like World of Warcraft, mm-hmm. where you know you're leaving your offspring to die so you can go play it. Oh, you're a better looking man than this, Jared. <laughs> oh, thanks. That's sweet of you. Ooh, With sick. much nicer skin. Oh, you're a nice guy. Are you hitting on him? No, but I do know that the same killer lurks inside Jared's heart. You know, it probably wouldn't hurt a little bit. <laughs> I mean, I've taken you out for many nice dates for Wellingtons. I was gonna say we're yeah, we're, we're already we're already planning staying on our houseboat. <laughs> and, oh man, you guys are such a nice couple. Which does seem like about the gayest means of a uh, cohabitation. If the houseboats are rocking, don't come a knocking. Are you guys gonna snuggle? I Who's the little? We'll see. We'll see how things go. <laughs> Seattle, it's not and... super cold this time of year, so I'm not too worried about it. Seattle is for lovers. But there, there's always that chance. All it takes is one brisk storm to set that boat a-rockin', and next thing you know, you've slipped and fallen into an ass. That's how it that happened to me. That's how, that's how it happened to Doug. He never oh. thought it would happen to him. <laughs> Dear Penthouse <laughs> 4. <laughs> Should we talk about Batman? Batman? Yeah, let's talk about Batman. You want to talk about Batman? 
So I was told me about Batman because I haven't been following it. Batman is even though it's on the site. Batman has come out today, and uh, this is Telltale's Batman, and it's pretty much released to to great reviews. People seem to like it. Uh, I've seen it as low as like seven out of ten, but typically it's much higher than that. Um, a lot of outlets really, really loved it and say that it it did a good job. And I mean, it's just the first episode, so you you know us. There won't be any review scores uh, flying left and right for it, but uh, it's generally been positive. But the, where it has not had a positive experience is on Steam, where what does it sit at now? Let's see. I went on to to buy it this morning uh, because I I don't know why. I just decided why not. Let's just see what happens and uh as of right now it is sitting at it has upgraded to mixed but when it launched today just like maybe even like 20 minutes after launch it was down in mostly negative with um it looks like things have balanced out quite a bit but when i started it had like three good reviews and it had like 105 negative ones um most people who are complaining about the game are complaining about just a few things. One being uh, frame per second issues or FPS issues uh, and it just not performing very well on the computer and like really bad ones, like all the way down to like 10 frames per second in game. Uh, there's been some people who are uh, talked about fighting with it as far as getting it to go full screen and change the resolution. I think those are probably people who just didn't fiddle around with it for very long because they're right. The game does launch, which I thought was kind of curious. The game does launch in a window and a, a 1024 by 768 resolution, hmm. which is a little strange, but one alt enter. I wonder enter... if they did it to, uh, so that it could run. No, I mean, I mean, maybe. Maybe they started at zero and then just kind of see what happens from there. Uh, but I opened it up the menu and I set it to full screen. And I was, I, it, I will admit it took me a little bit to set the resolution. Because there's no, like, submit button. You basically set the resolution, and then you have to back out of the menu. And as soon as you back out of the last section, it'll ask if you want to apply the settings. It's just weird. But Hmm. it's misleading, and I think it confuses a lot of people. Because you go in, you set the resolution, and there's no, like, OK. So you hit the previous button. And when you hit that previous button, if you go back into the options, the resolution has reset back to 1024 by 768. It's only when you completely exit out that it actually makes the change, which is kind of weird. So uh, so I think there are some reviews on here that are probably a lack of patience, but there is enough negative feedback on here that there is definitely something suspicious going on. Uh, I don't... I, reach, I wrote an email to Telltale asking what, what the story was. Other outlets have as well. Outlets that Telltale would actually talk to instead of us. Um... <laughs> There you go, being hard on yourself again, Jared. Uh, yeah, you really think Ben Kuchero can waste his time actually doing his work? I mean, I I have, I I I like Telltale. I like their games, um, but every time I go to PAX, they reach out and are like, "We have appointments available," and I write back to them and I say, "I'd like to schedule one," and then they never answer me. So, uh, I'm so not, not only do they ignore us, but they like taunt us. I'm used to just not getting <laughs> emails from Telltale. Yeah, that's it's that kind of situation. Um, but so anyway, we, I'm sure I won't hear anything back. But it, this is bad enough that I think they'll probably make a statement at some point. My guess right now, just reading forums and things like that, 
I haven't been able to see if there's a correlation between NVIDIA or Radeons, but uh, I run an NVIDIA card. The game runs fine for me. Um, I feel like that's more of a standard. I feel like Radeons are kind of more the outliers. And so I wonder if that's it. I also, it sounds like the other guess that people have right now is that it's actually mobile graphics that are causing the problem, and these people are all playing on their laptops. Oh, well, that's what they get. Yeah, shame on them. I mean, this is a game that runs on the iPhone. How dare they expect it to work on a laptop? Yeah. What an insane thing. Uh, this is a new engine for Telltale. They actually like developed a brand new game engine from the, I don't know, from the ground up, but they've developed a new engine. And so far, for me, performance has actually probably been better than any other Telltale game that I've played uh, for a while now. So things are actually going really well on my machine. So you're saying the rest of Steve is full of liars. I, yes, that's exactly it. And uh, You heard it here, people. I mean, this this will this has a simple solution because everybody, if the game doesn't work for you, you're finding out immediately and you can issue a refund. But, um, yeah, I think there's a, a lot of complaints in that regard for technical problems. Um, what else is new with it? I guess I could talk about the game itself a little bit. I didn't beat the episode yet, but I did play the first 15 minutes twice. Uh, not because I ran into a, I didn't run into a bug or anything. But I I was kind of weirded out, and so I wanted to play it another time to see how it worked. And what I mean by that is, first of all, this is grown-up Batman. There, I, I don't remember... Do you guys what remember... What do you mean grown-up Batman? Like, the very first shot in this game is a security guard looking up from his desk and then getting his head blown off. Like, not blown off, but oh. getting shot in the head with, like, blood everywhere. So, it's that game. And then I believe the first line in the game, I'd have to go play it again, is Jim Gordon uh, admiring that, that security guard's corpse and saying, Christ. So, I mean, it's... it's. I think someone said shit already. It's not your... Me, it's, it's not kids, It will not Batman. be appearing on the WB. Probably not. I don't know. We'll see. I don't, what's it rated? Did it get a... Oh, it's rated M. For violence, blood and gore, and language. I wonder if they'll drop an F-bomb. They can. You already have the the language rating. They haven't ever been really like profanity laden. No, Batman isn't somebody. I I, I think comic yeah, books in general. In general right? I mean, I, I don't think they uh, shy away from using that language, but it's not gratuitous either. Can you think of a time where Batman said "fuck"? Uh, I don't. I don't no, think no, so. No. Oh, Robin, that feels so fucking good. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I found a link that says Batman says fuck cancer, much like uh, claimed philosopher DMX. <laughs> I mean, everybody can get behind that sentiment, right? Yeah. Not everybody. Apparently not. Okay, well, if you, if you can think of a time that Batman said fuck and you're listening to this podcast, shoot us an email and tell us when it is because I'd love to know. But I highly doubt it. But anyway, uh, a little bit of a language thing going on. But, uh, yeah, just kind of a more more grown-up version of Batman. Um, having said that, Catwoman makes an appearance, like, immediately. So there's there's that going on. Um, we were wondering Shit. kind of what level supervillains would play or what role they'd play in this game, and I, I don't have an answer to that yet. But so far, everybody I've fought is very grounded and not, like, a man made of clay or 
a man Maybe. who's a calendar? <laughs> no, he uh, Does he just he follows the calendar. He, he follows the calendar to make his crimes, which is like the stupidest villain ever. So, like on Halloween, he commits a crime. Yep, that's, that's his thing. It's the stupidest villain. That's some a reason. terrible idea. It is, isn't it? That's the last thing that's you should the- do: is make your crimes on a predictable pattern that everyone has access to. He, um, I think he survives just because he's kind of like a joke at this point. Mm-hmm. Like you never really see him in like a serious thing. It's always like, oh look, it's Calendar Man being a fucking moron. I think in the newer like the Arkham games, they didn't really make him a supervillain. They just made him a serial killer who kills people on holidays. Mm. So they yeah, kind of they ground and and he's a little less stupid when you kind of just make him a person who's just a serial killer. Yeah, but you're still calling him Calendar Man. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's, uh, that, I think that's pretty reasonable with like what the media would call him. They'd call him the Calendar Man Killer. The Calendar Killer sounds pretty good. Calendar Man sounds stupid. Yeah. But yeah. Just like or if you were the guy. You could you that applies to anything. It always sounds better to be the blank killer than it does to be the blank man. Like Sprite Man. <laughs> Nobody's afraid of Sprite Man, but the Sprite Killer, what will he do to you? And how will he do it? It all sounds painful. It all sounds refreshingly. Horrific. It sounds refresh refreshing and crisp. Um, but yeah, anyway, so I, the first stretch of this game is an action segment. So there's some guys breaking into, I guess the mayor's office or something. I I didn't pay very close attention. I I played it twice and I didn't pay very close attention. And it sounds, it sounds like this is going to be a good review. And Batman shows up to stop him. He's like, Hey guys, knock it off. And, uh, after he stops them, Catwoman, grabs a tape out of the mayor's office and escapes with it and that's how this that's how the story goes um first off the action sequences are kind of strange because and this is why i played it twice because i wanted to see i was very curious to see what would happen if i got to a cut time or a cut cut time a quick time event and i didn't press the button and like i want i wanted to see how long could i live would I die at all? I wanted to know if it was doing like a Mortal Kombat thing where it just does nothing except makes Johnny Cage like look like an idiot. <laughs> you know? Uh, and it, it turns out you can get game overs, but there are a lot of kind of action segments where there's basically like two parts of action. There's Batman is fighting someone, and in those parts you can actually lose. Like if you don't push the button, you'll lose and you'll die. But then there's also Batman is being sneaky segments where you're mostly just like sucking guys up to the ceiling. That sounds so wrong, but <laughs> yes, it does. I didn't know about the rolling that. You're Damn, I must take a pair of lungs. <laughs> but you're either you're either stringing guys up to the ceiling. Or, or you, think you can be a superhero because I can suck a guy to the ceiling. <laughs> you sucker man. I can suck a joker through 30 feet of garden hose. <laughs> Why do you think the joker's smiling all the time? <laughs> oh, God. Come on now. Uh, so, I don't, so you're stringing people up. Right. And so, like, you'll, you'll be Batman's hiding on the left side of the screen. And a guard looks around and he turns his back and you'll get a you'll get like a pop up saying push right so that Batman can go to the right side of the screen. And like, you know, it's those segments where the guards are being like scared by Batman, but they're not timed really. And so you can just pause for a really long time and it kind of ruins the effect that it has. Uh, it, It doesn't look very tense, really. Yeah, I don't know how to describe it. 
But the actual action segments, you you can lose. I was very curious about that, and and you can indeed lose, and in bad ways too. Like the first time I lost, Batman just got shot in the chest. <laughs> I was gonna ask, is it just like so he doesn't just like you know fall off a ledge? He's murdered. No, Batman gets like straight up shot in the chest, which is a little weird in the opening segment because the entire thing is intercut with a flash forward where Alfred is is <laughs> Alfred is talking to you about like the night you've had. He's like pretty crazy night. And, like, then I got shot in the chest. Right, it's kind of weird that you got shot in the chest. Uh, uh, this reminds me. Um, do you guys remember the original Prince of Persia: Sands of Time? Yeah, that's actually exactly what I was going to bring up. It's like, you know, uh, oh, yeah, this is my story. And, like, you know, when you die, the princess goes like, wait, that's not how it happened. Right. Whenever whenever you die, you're, he's yeah. like, that didn't happen. And it's like, man, <laughs> Prince, how fucking shitty are you at telling stories? Like, can you can you imagine if you were listening to your grandpa tell a story about how the time he, was, the time he went to the store and the cashier didn't give him uh, his change correctly, and then he got shot by a robber and died? And he's like, wait a minute. I didn't die. <laughs> I couldn't and, and have I curse his name as my lifeblood drained from me, my last breath. Well, wait, that's not what it went. Yeah, I, I just can't think of a worse way to fuck up telling a story than to describe your own death in the story. <laughs> oh, yeah, about that. Uh, so well, now we got a new way to tell a story. I'm sure that that problem really just exists here because they don't expect anybody to die in the opening segment. Uh, but but I did on purpose to see what would happen. Sure, the other deaths seemed pretty harmless. They were just like Catwoman like kicked me over and then just stood over my body. But uh, but early on they they just that's, like that's that's just a they, regular Tuesday night for Batman. That's not they just straight up deal. shoot Batman through the chest and kill him. Um, I was trying to think of what else I was going to mention about this game. The dialogue trees are there just like always in. A Telltale game. Silence is still an option. Um, uh, There's something else I was going to mention. I just cannot think of it. So I guess it's not super important. But, oh, Batman has... I don't know if he's ever had this before. He has a voice changer on his helmet. Like, Oh, yeah, they... they, they that's pretty canon, actually. Oh, okay. I wasn't like, sure. He doesn't, like, do the Christian Bale thing where he's like, oh, I'm Batman. Right, right. <laughs> Is one of his voice options Don Knotts? No. I was gonna ask if it's gonna be like a Jerry Lee Lewis Jew. You can set your you can set your UI color, so like the color that all Batman's gadgets are. And I clicked wrong, and all mine are piss yellow. And I, I, <laughs> I need to go back and fix that. Oy vey. But uh, ah, it's gonna drive me nuts. But I I cannot think of what else is happening with Batman. But yeah, he's he's there. He's punching. He's kicking. He's the Batman that you know and love, and I can't comment on anything else because I haven't gotten any further than that. So we'll see how it goes. Well, I heard it's pretty focused on Worst Wayne. Yeah, that's what it sounds like. Um, I mean, it's one of those things where, like, how many liberties can they take? And and to me, the answer is not very many. So I think that's an interesting, uh, an interesting angle for everybody going to tackle because it's usually, you know. The best Batman games have been basically Batman has a really bad night, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I think it's an interesting ta- angle to tackle, um, and I think it could work well if they if they put it off. I mean, Bruce Wayne files his corporate taxes. I think that's <laughs> I think you're right, but at the same time, like Alfred lecturing Bruce Wayne on like 
playing too rough and losing sight of like the man he is. I can't think oh. of a more tired Batman story. Yeah. Except what about him telling him that with great responsibility comes great power. No, no, that's Uncle Ben. He's pretty close to saying that. Well, we're getting there. It is he a classic. Have powers. That's true. He doesn't have powers. Yeah, that's why I it's fucked it up instead of the other way around. He has the power of being crazy. A crazy. He got a shit ton of money and has more power than I have. That's true. He's doing pretty good compared to you. But does he live on a houseboat? <laughs> With his body, Jared? <laughs> God, I'm so fucking excited. With his, his ambiguously gay friend, Jared. <laughs> Ambiguous. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you. We just need to get you some Hawaiian shirts, buddy. Actually, I'd like to wear more Hawaiian shirts. I want to look great. I want to be that guy at the party, the guy in the big white shirt who's we'll shouting. We'll aviators, a big gold watch. And he's shouting, you're going to look swell. He's shouting toga at no one in particular <laughs> over and over again. Yeah, I can Please. go for that. This is my son's christening. <laughs> yeah, I just stumble into random events and shout toga. Body over here. <laughs> anyway. Uh, but yeah. So, like I said before, you know, if they're focused more on the like detective setup, I, don't know, I think it could be cool. Maybe. I don't think it's a society we see a lot in the videos. It's not promising that it opens with a large action sequence, but we'll see. I will report back and let you know if I am a detective. Uh, and if I make yes. heart-wrenching choices and let little orphans die, have to choose which one lives and which one dies. The second chapter of the game is called, like, The Children of Gotham, and it has a picture of, like, a frightened child, so... Oh, uh, that's gonna turn over. Looks like things might go to a dark place. No, no, no. I'm sure it's gonna be fine. Oh yeah. Yeah. Don't right. worry, Jared. I'm sure you can defeat all the children. <laughs> I mean, I'm not too worried about it. Maybe you're they're a taking tough guy. a lot of liberties. They're actually cowering from you. I'm the pedophile in this one. <laughs> that's quite the leap. The next four chapters are called "The Children of Gotham." The Trial of Bruce Wayne. <laughs> you, are, you, you actually play as a children trying to get revenge on Batman. Trying to get revenge. See, we're taking this in all sorts of great places. Yeah, I don't know why they didn't just hire you call, guys to call do us, it. Call us Telltale. Obviously. We'll I can, fix yet another broken series. I can see why they're in such a hurry to get back to me every time I try to make an appointment with them. <laughs> oh, let's listen to the last podcast. Let's <laughs> go. Hey, this is this <laughs> podcast where we book these guys. Oh, what did you say? Batman's a pedophile? Okay, yeah, don't call him back. Let's just go ahead and leave that one. Well, like, call him right away. Call him yeah. immediately. Actually, speaking against violence against children, I do have one other thing that I can talk about this week. And okay, yeah, bring this together. Yeah, I'll t- well, no, no, this is perfect. Uh, Inside. Oh, I'm really curious. I've been playing Inside. Uh, not, a, not a ton of it, but just a little bit. Just kind of getting a taste of the game. Like inside a child? No, like, I've been playing inside my house instead of playing outside. I hate playing outside. I'm an indoor boy. And so I like to stay inside. So, you know, I, I'll i go outside maybe and I'll find like a stick that looks kind of like a sword and I'll come inside and I just play inside with the sword because I realize that now that I don't live with my parents, they can't tell me not to do that. I mean, they can. Well, they, yeah, but they can't stop me. They don't even know I'm doing off, it. Though. Nobody's well, even... When my, mom, when my mom goes busy, she sounds like, like she still kind of like treats me like I'm at her house. Nobody's even seen <laughs> me doing it as far as I know. Lucio, don't play football inside the home. 
No, put your feet on the coffee table. It's my coffee table. I paid for it. Yeah, I do that too. Put my feet <laughs> on the coffee table. House. Play with the stick sword. It, the works. I got it all. Jared, you put that down, you'll put your eye out. <laughs> this is what all of your mothers sound like. <laughs> it is. You nailed it. Did you I don't any, know how you do it. Mike. Did any of you guys play Limbo? Uh, no. The game where you go under a stick? No, Limbo. <laughs> yes, that's where I was going with the stick conversation. Don't get smart with me, Jared. That's the logical conclusion from your question. Just say no, I didn't play Limbo. I did not play Limbo. Okay, wait, actually, no, side question. Have you played Limbo with the stick lately? How recently is lately? Uh, Within the last five years. Probably not. During the Obama presidency. Eight years. Oh, Limbo. Yeah, I played this. (laughs) (laughs) You're now looking at the game where the child is in, like, hell, right? Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Well, he's not in hell, but he, he's dead or whatever. Um, oh, thanks for spoiling it, motherfucker. I own... The game's called fucking Limbo. So? He's I thought there was limbo. a scene where he got under a stick. Yeah, it's just a series of getting under the stick. The game where the boy goes under the stick. Everybody knows that. <laughs> oh, um, I didn't know I didn't play it. I own Limbo on, like, three platforms, and I've never played it. I don't know why. I have nothing against the game whatsoever. Uh, just for I've I've played literally like five minutes of it, and a spider stabbed me in my stupid head, and then I then I quit, um, and not because I didn't enjoy it, but just because I was like I'll get back to this later, and then I never did. How could you not enjoy being stabbed in the head by a spider? I love it. I'm crazy for it. Uh, I mean, that was pretty much my same experience with the game. Did you beat it or anything, or did you just no? I played it for like 45 really enjoyable minutes and then I forgot it existed forever. Yeah, I have nothing against it. I just, for whatever reason, haven't ever gone back to it. But I decided to pick up Inside, which is by the same developer. And it's similar to Limbo. Um, they've expanded. But instead of being dead, you are inside. <laughs> they've expanded their color palette. So instead of just being black and white, it's now like some kind of washed out colors. Um, but it's still a 2d side scroller. There's, I don't know how, I don't know how stealthy you have to be in limbo, but there's some small stealth elements. So you start the game out. There's no dialogue whatsoever. There's no cutscene. There's no text. There's not even UI instructions. Uh, everything is just for you to figure out on your own. And so it just drops you onto the map and you run away from these people that are chasing you. Uh, they, they're kind of like G-men, except they wear these like weird, scary masks. And if they catch you, they'll, they'll just like cover your mouth and, and the, the screen fades to black. But what's nice to see is that this developer has not lost their penchant for violence against children because they have no problem showing a dog just straight up rip your throat out. Nice. So if a dog catches you, throat gets ripped out. If you fall off a cliff, you're going like, to splat a little bit. And uh, it's it, just a little bit. It's pretty grisly. There are some pretty awful ways that you can die in this game. But uh, it sure. it's a it's a weird. I don't even really know how to describe the story yet. It's it's this weird like fucked up thing where most of humanity seems to have been. I don't know if they're enslaved or what exactly. But periodically, while you're walking around, you'll find these. Uh, helmets that you can put on that will let you control people. Most of them are in like the backdrop. And so like when you run into a room, the people will just be like slumped over against the wall like they're dead. But you put this helmet on and all of a sudden they get up and you can control them and you use them to solve these puzzles that they've put together. 
And reminds you of kind of like um, Oddworld? Yeah, maybe a little bit. Maybe a little bit. Uh, it, like I said, pretty dark, but a really just really creative game. You, It's amazing what they're able to convey without any words or, or anything else. Um, there's a segment, I'll give you an example. There's a segment that I really liked where you drop down through this floor and, um, you, after you drop down, you actually drop into like an assembly line with these zombie people. And there's, there's like these G men in the background and they've got clipboards and they're like watching them go by and, and writing down, you know, like what's happening. They don't notice you drop in. And so you're able to kind of shuffle along like you're one of the zombies and uh, they'll have them like stop periodically. And so when they stop, you have to stop. And they have like a test spot where when people walk into a certain zone, they wait for a small beat and then they jump. And so you have to like pick up on when you're supposed to jump so that you blend in and you don't get caught. And um, it's a really neat kind of setup. It's a, it's a, and that's just one little tiny, you know, gameplay segment. But there's all kinds of puzzles that you solve. There's little action set pieces where you run away from people chasing you. And they're really, really tightly designed so that you are always just like right by the skin of your teeth getting away. And it, oh, it's, it, that's very good. It provides a really nice sense of tension. So there will be a um, maybe here's an example of, of something I, that's kind of clever. There's a part where uh, actually that same segment I was talking about when it ends, it ends because you get busted because there's a dog in the backdrop. And when you walk by, he starts to bark at you. And eventually they just let the dog go. And he runs, he starts running towards the foreground to chase you. And so you run away from him. And uh, in like the next panel of the map, he, he comes around the corner and there's, if, if you just run straight, there's a little ledge that you can jump up on. And if you run on and jump on that ledge and keep running, the dog will catch you and, and chew your throat out. But if you stop before you get to that ledge, there's a ramp close to you in the background and the dog will actually start to take that ramp. And so you wait for him to get halfway down the ramp and get close to you. And then you jump up and run the rest of the way and the dog has to backtrack. And so he can't catch up to you as quickly. So Hmm. there's a lot of just little stuff like that. But at the same time, whenever a dog is chasing you, you can be guaranteed that when you get to like the jump where you're able to break away from him, he will be like right on your heels. Like he'll be he'll be biting your heels. It's very, very tightly designed so that you always get that feeling of like very narrowly escaping. That's great. But super creative game. Uh, I really, really like it. And I think I like it more than Limbo. Uh, at least I imagine so, because I've, I've probably already played more of it than I have of Limbo. So <laughs> good job to you inside. But uh, I think I'm going to try and put together a video review for that one, assuming my computer is able to uh, screen capture it adequately. Hmm. Cool. But there you go. That's available now. I think it's on. I think it's on everything. So you can get it on whatever console you want. I mean, except for the Nintendo one. But you knew that already. <laughs> Thank I, you. Uh, I didn't really need to say that. Anyway, no, you didn't. Kind of a light week. Not a lot going on other than that. I, I think uh, is that everything you think? Yeah, pretty much. All right, cool. Well, we'll save you a little bit of time this week. It's normally we go another fifteen minutes or so, but you can take those fifteen minutes and spend them. Uh, anticipating No Man's Sky. Can always talk about Kojima. I don't think so. Now we're good. <laughs> Go spend them with your family, listener. They miss you. <laughs> or shove those minutes up your ass. Yeah, whatever. It's all up to you. 
If you enjoyed our podcast today, I would highly encourage you to write into us, contact at enemyslime.com. We'd love to hear anything. Uh, I set up a P.O. box today. Should we give that out? Sure. Send us your... I don't know, who would, I don't know who would send us something, but... Uh, but uh, wait, wait, wait. Parker, maybe? Parker is cool. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Uh, I'll give this P.O. box out, and if you mail us a letter, I don't care what, what it says. It can say anything. Uh, if you mail us a handwritten letter to our P.O. box, I will buy the first person who does that a copy of, I don't know, what's coming out that's not No Man's Sky. Deus Ex? Yeah, sure. All right, Deus Ex. I'll buy the first person that sends us a physical letter a copy of Deus Ex. So make sure you write like your email address on the letter as well. And it can be whatever you want. It can be a vague threat. It can be a, you know anything. I don't, I don't care. Uh, Actually, I might remind you that sending a threat through the mail is a federal offense. That's so why maybe don't said, do that. That's why I said vague. So you just write, you've got a real nice family. I hope nothing ever happens to them. Something like that. That's not very vague. Yeah, it's, I'm pretty sure that qualifies as an honest-to-God threat. <laughs> okay, well, be careful. How about, like, you have a nice face. I hope nobody slices it off. That sounds worse. That's, that's even worse. Yeah, that's that's just well-wishing. What if nice it, what if you I just, think I'll take it. What if you just wrote, <laughs> I hope you live for a long time? Just send uh, just send them flowers and say, oh, sorry for your loss. All right, well, you can write to us. We're, that's we're, what the, uh, the Colombian cartel is to do. We're at P.O. Box 8114. In uh, Midvale, Utah, the zip code is eight four zero four seven. So send us send us your send us your strange mail, and uh, we're also on Facebook and Twitter. Cartel threats. Go follow us on Facebook and Twitter. We're at the Enemy Slime on both of those services. And I think with that, we are out.